0: Weirdo Bookworms Unite! Do your reading tastes range from dystopian sci-fi to middle-grade fantasy?
1: Dark psychological thrillers to gory body horror? From YA paranormal swords and sorcery? Extraterrestrials? Murder? Mayhem! And beyond! Then we want to share our love of reading with you! Welcome home. Hey, genre junkies! Funny story.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: remember how we we had all that family stuff going on, sad stuff going on, and so that was like prolonging our episodes from coming out. And we
0: said we promised we'll be back in two weeks and we'll be back on a schedule. Everything will be normal. You remember
1: that, yeah? Oh, so that's exactly
0: what happened, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. So, hi. Hi, how are you? We're back. Um, So this is actually my belated birthday episode. You can probably hear in my voice. I'm a bit sick. Scott's going to edit out my coughs, and I'm going to try to...
0: And mine.
1: Yeah. Scott's sick too, but I'm like, I look like SpongeBob when he had the suds. (laughs) So Scott's like on the mend. And I am on the mend too, but you know, just a little bit crustier. So Scott's going to edit out the majority of our coughs. I'm going to talk in shorter bursts. But we're going to get through this because we really want to talk about this book. And we really want to finish the end of the year strong for our genre junkies friends. We've got like one more book to review that we've already read. And then we also have our end of the year episode. Yes. So we're like... Which might happen at the very beginning of the year at this point. But we'll... We're going to see how it
0: goes. We're going to do what we can.
1: Yeah. So we're trying desperately hard to get back on schedule. So... All that being said, let's get into it. Happy birthday to you, me. Happy birthday, Happy birthday
0: to, to me. you. It's Happy a horror episode. Happy to birthday me. to you. To me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we are discussing The Watchers by perhaps the best name ever, AM Shine.
1: A.M. Shine, who looks like my therapist in real life.
0: <laughs> really?
1: I think he's moonlighting.
0: I am assuming that A.M. Shine is a pseudonym. Um, it is either it is either a really, really great pseudonym or one of the, the most brilliant, I don't even know if it was on purpose, names given to somebody. It's great.
1: Yeah, love it.
0: So, uh, Sandra, is there... Anything that you wanted to discuss that we've been doing over the past
1: uh, three weeks? Uh, besides just a whole bunch of drama and being sick, we watched Wednesday.
0: Yes, Wednesday. We're not completely done with it, but uh, I, I mean, you've pr- everyone has seemed to have watched this show at this point. Uh, Love it. It's, it's the biggest hit Netflix has ever had. Uh, it's well-deserved. It's very good. It's a lot of fun. Love it. All right. So... Uh, I am going to read the description for this book. It's been uh, five years since the last time I've done this. It's amazing. I think I did this in episode two. I don't even know if it e- that episode even aired. And I think honest. you were
1: like, I think it's better when you read it, and <laughs> we just never. Yeah. Like, Change.
0: If I if I remember correctly, uh, the last time I read it, there was like music in the background, like it was when we were still like playing around with the format of the show. So yeah. Jesus. So, uh, here we go. The Watchers by A.M. Shine. This forest isn't charted on any map. Every car breaks down in its tree line. Mina's is no different. Left stranded, she is forced into the dark woodland only to find a woman shouting, urging Mina to run into a concrete bunker. As the door slams behind her, the building is besieged by screams. Mina finds herself in a room with a wall of glass and an electric light that activates at nightfall when the Watchers come above ground. These creatures emerge to observe their captive humans and terrible things happen to anyone who doesn't reach the bunker in time. Afraid and trapped among strangers, Mina is desperate for answers. Who are the Watchers and why are these creatures keeping them imprisoned, keen to watch their every move?
1: I'm going to go first.
0: Well, first of all, how did I do? Oh, you did how great. Did I do? You did
1: great, but I could see you—you're um, not happy with it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm going to go first because it's my birthday pick, my birthday episode. Yep. It's always horror. Well. Yeah, I think I've always picked horror. Maybe one time I did a dark fantasy, but like when it's my around my birthday pick. I think
0: it's always been horror for your birthday. I mean,
1: because that's where I live. That's, makes sense. that's where I live. That's what I love. I live on Elm Street. Um, this book blew me away with how much I liked it. I was expecting to enjoy this book and have a good time reading this book. I was not expecting to be completely engrossed in this absolute ridiculous page turner. So I'm throwing that out right now. And to have loved... Loved it. I continue to think about it. I think about this book a lot. Mm. Um, the writing is absolutely gorgeous. You know, we've said this before. There's some authors out there they have a way with words, and they can manipulate words mm-hmm. to this degree where it is so captivating. Huge fan. Huge fan.
0: I I also am going to put this as a page turner, and it's weird. This is the first time we've reviewed a book that I've you know i've had read for like two weeks prior before we're finally recording it and a little bit of distance from the book is kind of kind of um affecting my grade in a way too because you're you're right i still think about this book it's really genuinely very scary uh in in a slow not a slow burn but in like a like a slow terror sort of way um but the thing that I find the most fascinating about this book is the character interactions yes. and the observations of Mina. Yes. Um having having Mina experience these other characters and read them and and be a poker player I think is a really important part of the way that the different characters are presented to us the reader through Mina's eyes. You know, recognizing these lies and having her opinions change because of, you know, trauma and events that happen on these characters, it just it it leads to this really really powerful moving story.
1: Um horror is its most powerful and effective when you genuinely care about the characters, and this is a great example of that. I came to care about every character in this book. I I came to care about all of them. And I don't want to go into too details, but use your imagination, all of the characters in this book. And um that makes it a lot more powerful because there's stakes. And you know, sometimes our hero or our heroine is set up to be kind of like things aren't going well in their life. They're kind of a sad sack. But I believed it with Mina. Mm-hmm. I believed that this is a person who seemingly does not have a lot. And is kind of hitting an unceremonious rock bottom in their life. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a support network, you know, and you're just like, wow, this is a person who's really going through it. And then you watch her go through somehow something that's even worse. And it's just you care so much. At least I did. I was so invested in her and I believed it. This is one of those stories to me where I I believe Mina. I believe all these characters are alive and walking around and I won't be- I, I won't believe you if you tell me they're not real people.
0: There's a real there is a real strong believability and realism to the, the humanity of the characters in this book. Um you know, one of the themes that carries through so much of this book is the feeling of being uh uh, on the outside, the yes. feeling of being Isolation. alone and un- isolated, and it's a feeling that a lot of us has felt in in, in a res- in, in a weird way. Um, I feel I felt almost like this was a COVID shutdown book.
1: Thank you. Okay, so here, like, here's where I am with that is I feel like a lot of people for a long time are going to try to write books about that feeling of insular and isolation and i don't know that they're gonna nail it like he did he
0: nailed it i mean the fact that i'm saying like i feel like it is but it's not at all explicitly about that yeah it says how i mean in my opinion says how well that that's executed i you know it's I, i i i It's relatable because of our shared experiences in that, in my opinion.
1: Um, This book also, um, I was guessing a lot. I love to try to figure out books. Mm -hmm. I do. And it had me on my toes with guessing. Where I'm like, is this what's happening? What's happening out here? How did they get into the situation? Could this be what's going on? And I was happy to say that there was some good twists in here that I did not see coming. Which I think is really important. Um, You know, we've talked on the show, too, about trauma and how you know a lot of good books and a lot of good horror books especially they deal with trauma and confronting trauma and i think that this this novel really handles it really beautifully where you feel seen you feel related to you feel empowered by what they go through as opposed to feeling depressed at least that's how i i, I took it
0: i agree with you and this is the kind of horror that that rings for me um if if given the opportunity to choose between two different styles of horror the ones where i'm i'm i am left with a feeling of um relief or or happiness Mm -hmm. or closure at least to an extent with the characters i'm going to enjoy the horrible moments more
1: yeah so As far as appeal goes, I'm seeing this um, in kind of a general appeal. In my opinion, it is pretty spooky scary. So that's, you know, that's definitely there. This is definitely a horror book. However, I think some of the themes explored, and I don't want to talk too much about them because it's spoiler territory. um, I feel like a lot of people would really like it. And the fact that you and I both have this same experience of, chewing over this book still after we finished it that makes me think that a lot of people would have such a rewarding experience like that
0: i think i agree with you at the general uh scoring for appeal i i struggle because i, I want to say specifically i struggle because i want to give it abroad and the reason why is because there are some people specifically my mother that i typically wouldn't recommend a general appeal horror book to that. I actually am considering that she might like things about this.
1: Book. <laughs> we always think about our moms cause they're not horror fans at all. I, <laughs> um, I think this might be too scary for moms, but I think they'd really like it.
0: That's what, that's what I'm thinking. And so I'm really on the fence. I think general is probably the right place to put it, but I I think there's a there's a little bit of room if you are kind of if you're not if you're really scared by horror. I think there's a little bit of room in there for you here still. Just
1: read it in the daylight. In the daylight, you'll be fine.
0: Yes. Just read
1: it in the daylight.
0: And probably not alone.
1: Maybe not in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Read it with your bubble. Read it with your isolation bubble. Read it with your cat. Read it with your cat. Read everything with your cat. All right. So there you have our initial thoughts, thoughts and feelings on this book. Uh, We have no trigger warnings. So if you're going to meet us over in the spoiler section, we're going to dive a little deeper. And I hope um, you've been inspired to read this book if it's caught your attention. Oh, it's set in Ireland, right?
0: Yes. Uh, And this that's cool. This book is very irish
1: yes it is so yeah also that so if you're into irish stuff there you go
0: if you're not joining us to the spoiler section thank you again um pick up this book if it all strikes your fancy and we'll see you on the other side of the music (coughs) the cat is so over this bullshit
1: hey bookworm buddy don't forget subscribe rate and review and while you're at it find us on instagram at genre junkies Was surviving enough without knowing what was trying to kill you? Maybe that's just life. It's another one of those just ways with words. Yeah. Welcome to the spoiler section.
0: Yeah, this this book explores the idea of what does surviving mean, and in this case, it very much is. I mean, just be alive. Yes. I mean, it does. They don't know what. I mean. Mina doesn't know what these are, doesn't know how long this is gonna last, possibly forever, doesn't know what that life is gonna look like. There's no plans made at For a all while. at all until until it just falls in their lap, basically basically. Uh and you know, I had a moment in the I had a moment in this book where I was like, what are they like, what, if I was in the situation,
1: what would I even
0: be doing? Why would I be staying alive and doing all of
1: this? They are put in an impossibly hard situation. Oh, and just another quick quote I've highlighted here, before I finish that thought. Some memories become hauntings over time. And this was one of those days. I love mm-hmm. that. Oh, I love that. So they're put in a situation that is very goddamn difficult to navigate. You're like, what is happening here? How can they possibly get out? These other people have not gotten out. How does this happen? You're in this woods where there's barely anything alive because these creatures have been eating them since millennia. I mean, you're like, what are we doing? So what's her name's husband? He did a bad plan. He was like, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. And it's like, you can't just go. You need a plan. And Nina, was developing a great plan. She was mapping out the pits. Which
0: I I don't know that that was actually the part when I started to figure out what was going on. Yes. Because she described them as being in a concentric circle.
1: Yeah.
0: Like are the and, and you know there's it was kind of at that same point in the book that there was another like reminder that this was this is Irish. Yeah. It's like are these are these fairies? Oh my is, God, are they in a fairy circle? They're the fae. They are the Fae. and they're in this. And when, when she described it as being in the middle of the circle, I'm like, "This is this is a fairy circle."
1: Yes. So. Oh,
0: and that was such good foreshadowing. Yes, that was, it was such good. That that was really really well done.
1: Um, love a surprise Fae book. Here for a surprise Fae book is kind of actually dark fantasy. We're here for that all day. Yeah, long.
0: I, I'm sitting here nodding. It's an audio format, Scott. Yes, it. <laughs> it, it is. It is. A, it is a dark fantasy. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit of, it's a little, little bit dark fantasy and a sci-fi sort of thing, like kind yes. of cabin in the woodsy,
1: Absolutely. Kind of a locked door sort of situation. So I was pretty confident that Madeline was the wife of the guy, that she came out there and that like, I was like, pretty much I was there, like that Madeline knew more than she was letting on because her husband had been doing the research. I'm just getting this out right away. I did not f- See that Madeline was a Faye.
0: You know, it's funny you say that because I also like I also kind of figured out, oh yeah, she's she's the wife. Conveniently forgetting, however, that the scientist said that his wife was dead.
1: He said she was lost. I lost her three years ago. So I thought maybe there was a breakup mm-hmm. and she's regretting. Why did I leave? I don't know where he went. Okay.
0: That is that actually is a very interesting different way to double take on that um i did not catch that so i was just i just forgot entirely that that she was supposed to be dead
1: did you hear my jaw hit the floor when they found the bunker did you hear it did everybody all over the goddamn world hear my jaw I think hit there's
0: the a lo- 3.2 Richter uh, richter scale earthquake i don't use the richter scale anymore they use a different scale don't but, they you know whatever what?
1: it doesn't matter do were you like were you thrown like, oh, yeah. away? I was
0: not expecting. And it's that. got
1: food, it's got computers. I was like, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no.
0: And it served to actually knock away the suspicion.
1: Oh, yeah, that like Madeline knew so much.
0: Because this is a book that tells you very, very quickly that Madeline is not to be trusted because you trust Mina. Yeah. Mina is very open and honest with the reader. And so. You can kind of you can kind of assume right from the get go that this is not going to be an unreliable narrator, right. and I, I, I appreciate that in this book as much as I love an unreliable narrator yeah. twist. Uh, and so when Mina says this person is lying, I believe Mina. Yeah, she says this person is lying, and I believe her from the from from then on.
1: Yeah, um, because she's almost like a mentalist or something because she studies faces so well.
0: Well, she's she's a professional poker player.
1: Yeah, and in, in her artist eye too.
0: There's a little bit of artistry in the description of how all of that works, and that's fine. I love it's, it. It's actually really fun. It's very cool. It's very cinematic, honestly. Yes. Um. But finding that bunker and, and, um, what is her name again? Madeline. Yeah, Madeline. And Madeline's reaction to it was, was very creepy, but it wasn't, but, but it's, it's Madeline didn't really expect that to be there. And it kind of took some of the heat off of her. Yes. Uh, to a point where it was like, okay, you know, maybe that was all something that kind of just was to add some tension to the beginning. And really when Madeline did save Mina's life, that was, that was the real Madeline. Um. Yeah, it was shocking. It was yeah. it was very yeah, smart. And it was just not not what you expect in this, you know, dark uh isolation tale. No. At the same time, even that was hinted at with the little camera that was found outside. Oh,
1: absolutely. So you know there's something bigger going on. And again, because who built this shack who built it you know because you're like somebody this is not organic this is not historical this is a contemporary structure that has been placed here and so you're like there's something more of a almost a conspiracy is the feelings that i got with it of like who knows what who did this more people have to know more people have to know and then of course we get the great exposition from the professor telling us and i mean he was not a nice man but it makes sense how he was able to build this without anybody really quote-unquote knowing Mm. because he sacrificed all those people what an an a-hole um so that was really really smart storytelling madeline's stoicness during that was really cool because she was calculating how they were going to get out that whole time. And she was thinking about herself.
0: Well, just, all of those things really just start to make a lot of sense as yes. far as her, her lack of emotion is because that she, she doesn't know how to actually express it because she's a changeling herself.
1: So let's talk about the characters a little. And so we'll start with, we talked about Mina quite a bit and how much we love her madeline i really really love madeline a lot so we have talked on our show about what it means to be human what it means to be alive and we we do that a lot through science fiction and then sometimes through horror but i don't feel like it has been posed to us quite like this before madeline is the seemingly first of her kind to evolve yeah and why shouldn't she get to live life? Why doesn't she get to deserve life? She does get to deserve it. Why Why should she not get to feel an experience beyond captivity? Captivity is a big theme in this book. We've got our little golden one. And then we have the Fae who are captive there. Yeah. They were placed there under a spell, basically, under like a ward. And then they're in these ditches that were dug into the earth. Their earth, their beautiful... They're fae. they're creatures of the earth, and they're being held captive, and it's made their forest ugly. It's made the earth ugly by what's been happening to it, and it's not right, right? It's not fair. So I loved how Madeline was learning how to become her own person. There's the part, I'm jumping ahead a little bit just because we're talking about her, when she watches over the girls and said the the woman hadn't slept. She watched over them all through the night, ever their guardian and ever their Madeline.
0: There's a level of understanding and forgiveness that you have to give Madeline at so many points of this book that A.M. That that Shine did a great job of, of making me willing to do. I mean, Madeline was ready to kill all of them.
1: I don't. Th- I think to, it's a bluff.
0: I don't. I did not feel that it was a bluff. I don't know if Madeline necessarily
1: wanted to. Well, because every time she had a chance, she never did it.
0: It's it again. It's not that I. It's not that I. I don't think that she necessarily wanted to, but she was going to because that was what she knew. That was what she knew to keep herself safe and to be alive and to be able to be out in the world. But I see
1: her activity. as fighting against that. Oh. Uh,
0: Absolutely.
1: And at the end of the day, she doesn't do it. She doesn't want to be that anymore. She's evolving. She doesn't want to do what she's always done. Because if you do what you've always done, nothing's ever going to change, right? Yeah, she's a beautiful, complex character. And... She does get scared and panicked there, you know, when she comes for the girls, but she still doesn't kill. she still doesn't. She just wants to live, she just wants to live. she just wants to have a life and to be free um and then, of course, we don't see the end of her, <laughs> so then also, in our little isolation pod, we have Sierra and daniel, so
0: Daniel, sweet daniel, um just never never is appreciated never, never is thanked, never gets any, he just always, always sees himself as and is seen as a failure. And I just, it just feels so, so, so sorry for him.
1: He just wanted family. He wanted connection. He makes some wrong choices, but it's because he's never been allowed to explore his intuition and his own wants and needs. And if his dad hadn't been so abusive and awful, he probably would have... Been able to get out of those woods. But at the same time, he also was able to sacrifice himself.
0: He saved everyone. I mean, they would not, none of them would have escaped if he didn't, if he wasn't the selfless person he was.
1: Sierra was hard because she's like the age, she's like our age, Mm -hmm. and it's like her and her husband, and they reminded me a lot of us. And so that was really hard because she kind of hit close to home.
0: Yeah, it it was. It's Sierra's a difficult one for me because on the one hand the the trope of the the person who just can't understand the situation that they're in grates on me a little bit you know like the it's not it's not your husband anymore kind of kind of trope yeah grates on me a little bit like like on like Sierra come on look at where you are here like you can't just open the door. And save him. At the same time, um, Sierra really gets a redemption arc by realizing that it's not their fault and forgiving all of them. And becoming, you know, in the end, a very productive member of the family as well.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you know, you can't really blame her for being thrown into this insane situation and maybe not acting right. You can't really blame any of them for it. Um, Like, and I I think, you know, her husband did the right thing by being like, we've got to try to get out, but he didn't plan enough. There wasn't enough, you know. I feel like he just ran blindly into the woods without, like, even trying to, like, delineate how you, like, let me go so far this way and then come back. Let me go so far this way and then come back.
0: I mean, I feel like he had a plan. It wasn't a good plan. It clearly was not a good plan. Uh, at the same time, Mina made it to the cabin in one day. Yeah. So it would stand to reason that he would be able to... I mean, they all made it to the cabin in one day. That's how they got there. It
1: stands to reason that you'd be able to leave in one day. But you can't just like run blindly off in one day. You have to, you have, to have a little patience. Yeah,
0: and there's, there's definitely a more a more, uh, uh, I guess scientific approach towards, you know, feeling at the borders and figuring out how far you can make it. Maybe. I mean, it's made, it's, it's made pretty clear that you can't like set up little stopping points or little water stations. You know what I mean? No. Like they, they're going to destroy it that night. They, they know everything that you leave behind. Um, but I think there's, you know, you don't really get introduced to him as a character outside of just what other people observed. There's, there is something heroic about him going off. At the same time there's also something a little bit cowardly. You know, if he, why is he the one who had to go? Why if they were if they could have made it out in a day, why couldn't they all go out? Why yeah. is only he get to go and then go and get help?
1: No, uh, there's so, no way. If we're in that situation, we're not splitting up. We'll each we'll both go. We'll both try to find a way out because I think it's smarter to work as a team. Than to just like I got this lads and go off into the into the fairy forest, um, and then of course there's the golden conger.
0: Oh my god! As funny as it is to say this, that darn bird brought the most humanity to this story, mm-hmm. both in both in the other humans' uh, reactions to the bird, but also the bird's reactions to the environment. Yes. I love that bird.
1: I mean, it's literally golden, like a ray of sun. Um, And it gives Mina purpose. It gives her, that's her first piece of family. Mm -hmm. Her first, somebody cares, someone's depending on me, you know? And that's really important. And she's going to get this thing out alive. If she's going, it's going.
0: And they're going to be family together. That's right. That's a, that's, you're right. That's a really good read. I didn't really catch that, but you're right. That bird is her first family, and that's why. That's why it's Very so important. important.
1: And then, of course, again, bringing in the themes of captivity and being cloistered, and what that means for a living thing to be to be held captive.
0: Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt the fact that uh, I've become quite addicted to all of the adorable birds on TikTok, and I just imagine.
1: Oh my god! Yes, you know,
0: the the bonk bird who. Bonk's his beak on the table and, you know. We love it. So talk to each other.
1: Oh, okay. So how about <laughs> the stress of trying to get to the boat? Oh my God. That was such a well-written ch- um, choice in this book.
0: It was. And what's so interesting about it is that particular series of events, you could have easily, that could have been the meat of the book yes it could have Um, it could have easily been the whole I mean the whole thing
1: we're basically going to run all day
0: and you know in the in the movie adaptation of this it basically would be right yeah. Like that ba- that basically would be a good 50% or more of the film and it would end with them getting on the boat and looking behind them and the sun would be setting behind them and they'd be like,
1: "Oh." That's why it's a beautiful novel.
0: Right. But no, I it is so smart to make that a it is definitely the uh the action pivot to this book, yeah. right? Um It's the 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 crescendo. Right. Arguably.
1: Well, and you've got Mina with no goddamn shoes holding a cage with a bird in it. This is insane. I was so stressed out. I was so stressed out for all of them. And you know, Madeline's like, If you fall, I'm leaving your ass behind. But she doesn't. And then of course. They get to these parts of the forest where there's thickets. Who was expecting that? Of course, there's going to be thickets they have to cut through.
0: It's a forest
1: forest. But you know what? They work together and it's actually really beautiful how they do that. They're like, fan out. We're going to find whoever finds the best way through. Let's all go that way. So smart. I mean, the
0: only thing, the only thing that I have to say is what happened to this road? You know, there's this road that Mina walked in on, right? Like she's. She was driving down it, she broke down, she walked down the road and got to the house. Now, I get the river's a different direction from, you know, that road, necessarily. But Uh, whatever happened to that road?
1: Well, that road, I think, was only put in by Kilmartin and his people. I I just, it's the only, it's the only plot hole in the whole book. Can you see my point, though? I can see your point. Like, I mean, there's the main road, which they go quite a ways back to. Yes. But I think that that kind of off point was just made by Kilmartin and his people. That was my understanding.
0: But why couldn't they take that road in the summer, in a long day? Why couldn't they take that road to the outskirts of the woods where they couldn't get to them anymore? That's the part that I don't get. I don't think... Well,
1: I don't... I don't know that the road ended like abruptly. Like so they could abruptly find the end of the road.
0: I mean there seems to be a, uh, there seems to be a point when the cars stop running, when the cars
1: break down. Well, I think that you and I just might be envisioning this a little bit differently. I wish I could draw it for you. I'll draw for you. I'll show you how I think it looks. Okay. Okay. Um so of course Daniel's death is fucking heartbreaking, but a little bit of the energy I was getting with that was very um, Finding Nemo and the seagulls. My, 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 my. And then they all like turning uh-huh. into him. My, 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 my,
0: to. I want to emphasize, I actually don't want to see this turned into a film, but that scene... I really want to see on film. Um, I, I should say when I say I don't want to turn into a film, come on. It's 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 because I'm an elitist and I don't think it'll. I don't think a film will do this book justice. That that's I the know. only reason why. It's so beautiful. But that scene would be so horrifying on film. Yeah. Uh, of this, just of of seeing you and multiple versions of you, but bastardized versions of you, distorted. It's why doppelgangers are scary. It, yeah. We are, we are as human beings are terrified of that.
1: That's like kind of what these guys are. Doppelganger changeling sh- sort of thing. Um, so then again, like you said, the movie would end. They get to the boat. Nene. The heart of this story is that it continues and that they get back home. And it's not a smooth process to acclimate. First of all, Mina realizes once and for all that her sister is garbage. She's
0: not really family. No. You know, just because you're related by blood doesn't mean that you're family. And her sister doesn't actually care about her. She's, she's. Quote-unquote, checking in on her because she feels like she's obligated to. Yeah. Well, sorry, sis. That you ain't suck.
1: it. Um, there's another really beautiful quote where she says, was this how it must feel to die and return as a ghost and see the world move on without you? Because they can't tell anybody about this ordeal. First of all, who's going to believe them?
0: Right. But also, when it comes to... When it comes particularly to Mina, it's heartbreaking and terrifying a little bit mm. that she's been gone for three months, four months. She's gone. A
1: little longer for the others, yeah.
0: She, I mean, Mina specifically has been gone for a very long time and no one noticed. Even the person who really should have noticed the most, the bartender, knows that she's you know, hasn't been coming around, right? But doesn't even think twice, forgot about the bird, yeah. just forgot about the bird, forgot about her. They, even if she told the truth and said what would happen, they didn't even realize she was. Gone long enough to believe her that something would happen.
1: I do think it was sweet that he gave her a hug. Pete oh yes, thought that was sweet. But um, yeah, because and we've talked about this in a true crime sense. It's not illegal to disappear. Yeah, it's not illegal as a grown adult to be like, um, I'm just gonna. gone gone.
0: and i don't want anyone to find me
1: um and and on this horrible journey she learned what it means to love and to care for someone and for other people and that's (laughs) that's really important because she's gonna keep in touch with sierra and her and sierra and daniel would have been a family out there they absolutely would have in the real world and her and sierra were going to be and she finally is able to draw her own face because it's interesting now. She said it has age on it. She's a survivor. Really, really beautiful because it's it would be a cop-out to end the story at the boat. Agreed. But instead, he does the brave and vulnerable thing of this is their new normal.
0: And goes as far as to subvert it and actually makes the the dramatic crux the dramatic crescendo of the book happened after that right it's in the house where madeline is going to kill them both and again you and i have come from this from different directions i believe that that madeline was going to do it
1: i think when it came down to that that kill shot as it were she wasn't going to
0: i don't and and i don't think i'll say i don't think that madeline necessarily wanted to no or didn't want to i don't think madeline had found that part of humanity yet past the survival portion um i think that that's the moment when when madeline started to realize i i have a bond forged in in uh trauma with these people they are they are i care about
1: she leveled up yeah. She she gained humanity if mm-hmm. you will. She gained that importance of I shouldn't just say humanity but whatever that is that community that makes us animals care about each other. Right. Um yeah, I'm a Madeline apologist. Madeline call me. I got your back. We'll go out anytime you want to go out. I love you. And then
0: the the one the, the one more scare moment if you will.
1: Brilliant. Um you know, maybe it's time for the fairies to have a shot at running things. There
0: are changelings among us.
1: Maybe it's time for the changelings to have a shot. I wonder
0: how long they've been around.
1: I think very slowly they've been escaping out. Like how Madeline did. Mm-hmm. Very slowly. I and, wonder... and then they kind of saw her do it. And so then more of them were like, how'd she do that?
0: So I actually took it as... They've always kind of been around, but that little pocket of changeling has been trapped there yeah. for for a long time. That's but that's just its own that's its own little pocket. It's its own little fairy circle that was contained. But there's how who knows how many others that were around there that have, you know, actually been exposed to the open world and have been among us. Yeah. And really don't want any of us to know
1: absolutely um there you have it i don't know maybe these creatures of the earth should um inherit the earth maybe it's time for the fairies to rule once again i don't know but i'm just happy that our friends made it through and i love them and i love this book i give this book five golden conyers out of five
0: mm. I am also giving this five golden conures out of five.
1: I loved all the times that they talked about the bird and its face and its sounds and it's the yellow one and the golden one. I, I thought it was just all so cute. I,
0: I I really like that naming. I love the gold. Like, dude, never gets a name. Just the golden one. The golden one.
1: All right, guys. Thank you so much for sticking with us for for this um very ill episode. <laughs> Of Genre Junkies. I'm Sandra. I'm Scott. Please keep reading past your bedtime.